Hi there, everybody. This is Andrea Eppolito, and today I just want to have a quick conversation um, about responsibility, professional responsibility, personal responsibility, and it's something I've been thinking about quite a bit since I got back from Canada a little over a week ago, and ever since then, it's been like boom, 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 boom. I've been on the road a lot traveling, which is so fantastic. It's very good. It's very exciting, but Engage specifically, the Engage Luxury Summit is a, I call it grown-up camp for wedding professionals. It's these three or four days when creatives from around the world come together in one exquisite location that is kind of handpicked from our fearless leaders, Catherine and Rebecca. And we all kind of meet and there's exceptional education. There's beautiful environments the decor, the gifting, the branding. I mean, all of it is really and truly top shelf and top notch. But what has always struck me as being hands down the most valuable part of the process is the one-to-one interaction. It's the conversation that happens at breakfast. It's the sidebar that takes place kind of off in the corner during a meet and greet or getting together with somebody, not at dinner, not at after hours, not at the after after hours, but at 3 a.m. in the lobby of the hotel when you're sitting on the floor and you're guzzling water and you're trying to catch your breath and you're so, so, so high strung because you've been riding the wave of this kind of amazing once in a lifetime experience. And even though they happen, you know, for me, they happen twice a year, but internationally, they happen four times a year. Every one of them is a lifetime, you know, is, the, is a once in a lifetime experience every one of them is life-changing. And so every single time that you go, there's this incredibly unique set of experiences that you have. And so whether I'm talking to somebody that I've spoken to a million times before or somebody brand new, it's those kind of late night interactions that really kind of stick out. Those are the things that change your business. Those are the things that change your perception. And I did not feel good going this trip, which was really sad. I mean, I was downright dreading it because I'd started getting sick beforehand and I kept saying like, God, I got to get better. Like I have to feel better by the time I get ready to go to engage. I need to kind of get myself together because I've got to feel better. I got to get on a plane in a couple of days. Then it was two days. Then it was one day. Then it was the morning of. And I couldn't rally. And I, I found myself in Banff, Canada, which is a bucket list for most people, one of the most beautiful, truly extraordinary places to go and experience the Rockies in like just an unfettered, spectacular state. And I am with my very best friends in the world outside of my, you know, my children and my husband, the people that I love and that I look forward to the most. And I was dragging my ass and I couldn't, I couldn't get over the hump. And I I started thinking, you know, what, like, I deserve better than this. And it's it's a really selfish, I think anytime you start with like I deserve or I want or I need, it tends to come from a place of being really selfish. And I started thinking like, you know, God, like, fuck, I look forward to this every year. It's a big investment of my time. It's a big investment in my budget. It's being away from my kids. Like, I need this, like, like engage, the engage high is my drug. And going all the time is the thing that I really value. And I'm not getting it. And I'm looking at the hotel room and the food and the decor and the people. And I just, I couldn't get there. 
And when I got in bed, I was like, fuck, like, what is the problem? Like, they, like, they owe me. And the reality is they don't. Like, they engage doesn't owe me a goddamn thing. And neither does the decor, neither do the entertainers, neither do the people. Like, I owe them because they, at this point, have done their job. The team that they've put together has scouted the location. They've meticulously planned the menu. They've put together beautiful florals and linens and textures and colors. There's been a lot of time spent planning the education, the speaker lineup, who's going to speak when and where, what time, what spot. These things have all been done. And so to say that they owe me anything beyond that is absurd and you know really kind of childish and stupid. What, what it hit me was that the experience you get at Engage is very much, and really everything, it has to do with what you bring to it. And in a way, that's really a microcosm for your business, for your marriage, for your friendships, for your life. It's not about what anyone owes us. It's about how we show up and what we bring to the table. At the end of the day, nobody cares if I'm sick. My clients don't care. I mean, when I say nobody cares, you know what I mean. My friends, of course, you know, oh, feel better. But at the end of the day, it's my job to get up and to take advantage of this experience. It's my responsibility to make sure that I'm downstairs at 5 a.m. grabbing breakfast so that I can ride a gondola up to the top of the mountain. It's my responsibility to make sure that I am there when my friends are getting breakfast so that I don't miss anything and I'm not overhearing the joke, but that I'm you know, part of it. It's my job to take notes when I'm in the education, to be present and to be there, to make eye contact with a speaker. And I've been a speaker at this conference and it is such a rush and it feels like, oh my God, now I've made it. And then you look out into the audience of these people that you truly adore and respect. And it's my responsibility to look back from the audience and to give them that nod of, you know what, we hear you, we see you, and you know you matter. So it it just kind of made me think about, generally speaking, responsibility. Are you showing up every single day in your life? Are you showing up in the best way that you possibly can? If you're sick and you have to step out, which to be honest, I did a couple of times and I went to kind of lay down and put myself back together. But when you get up and you walk into a room, are you walking in as the best version of yourself? Are you there and you are ready to listen and learn? Are you willing to teach somebody else? If you went to a session that somebody else didn't go to, are you willing to share your notes? Are you willing to make a connection between them and a speaker that maybe they wanted to hear, but they didn't get a chance to? When you're working in your business and you're with your clients and you're with your partners and you're trying to tackle a project, are you open to other ideas? Are you trying to, you know, ram a square peg into a round hold? Or are you looking for ways around the entire board in general? Are you present for your spouse and for your kids? I mean, these very, very tiny little people, when they say, mommy, 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 I mean, I hear mommy all day long. But when they say it, do you put down your phone and turn around and say, yeah, baby, and let them know that they're listening 
and that you're listening and that whatever they say in that moment is important. So I, I guess for me, I came back really, really proud of myself because I did rally and I did show up and I introduced some really great people to some other really great people. And not to get into anyone's personal shit because that's not what this is here for, but I watched people take responsibility for things that they have said and done that maybe were maybe were misconstrued, maybe were ill-received, maybe were just fucking stupid and wrong. But I watched people stand up in a room of their peers and take great responsibility for their side of the street, for tending their garden, and for fixing things that they broke. I watched people exhibit great forgiveness. I watched and listened to people tell stories that were really hard to listen to. And this wasn't from the stage, but you know, there's there were a lot of Me Too moments. There were a lot of people talking about mental health. There were a lot of people taking the opportunity to say, this is my truth. This is where I stand in the world. And it's it's not easy. And it's it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable to talk about abuse. It's not easy to talk about depression. It's not it's not every day that you hear somebody openly talk about suicide, whether it's the suicide of someone that they love or a suicide that they themselves contemplated. I mean, this is fucking hard. And, you know, it's been said that extraordinary people have led difficult lives. And I don't know any industry where that's truer than weddings, events, design, decor. I think that on the whole, this industry is made up of so many people who have seen struggle, who have experienced hardship, who have gone through things that up until recently have really been unspeakable because there was no place to say them. And yet now we're talking and now we're sharing and we're trading notes and we're giving each other a safe place to say, I struggle with this, or I'm I'm not sad, I'm depressed, or these things happen to me and I don't know where to go with them, or these things have happened to my child or my spouse, or you know, I'm just or they haven't happened to me and I'm struggling to understand. All of these conversations are difficult. And the people in this industry, I, I really believe a lot of us are here because it gives us a chance to truly separate ourselves from the hard, from the difficult, from the ugly, from the unspeakable. And for me, I've talked about how karmically it balances out the things that I've experienced, but I see that time and time again now that more people are talking. And so it's it's another version of this responsibility. We have a responsibility to talk about the hard. We have a responsibility to talk about the things that are difficult. We have a responsibility to listen and not to try to solve the problem, but just to be there, to be present, to say, you know what? I don't know, but I'm, I'm physically here. I'm here on the phone. I'm here on email. I'm here on text. I'm here at three in the morning. And that's a responsibility that we all share with one another. 
you know, when it, if you're a couple and you're listening to this, and I know that I have a couple of um, potential clients out there, a couple of existing clients and some past clients that pop into the podcast. And I'm just going to say really quickly, hi to you guys, because I love you. I love the fact that you're invested in this industry. But the, the interesting thing for me is that when I meet with a couple or I meet with a client, the reality of the situation is no matter what you've seen on social media, no matter what you've heard on my podcast, no matter what you've read, I am a stranger. I am a figment of your imagination. And yet I am going to ask you some really personal questions about your relationship with your potential spouse, about your relationship with your family, with your relationship about their family, with your finances, about do you have a strange uncle who drinks too much? Are there two people who don't get along? Has your father recently left your mother for her best friend? Like these are intimate hard conversations and you're expected to share them with you know an utter stranger and there's a responsibility that we have to each other i have a responsibility to my clients to ask the hard questions to give them a really safe space to answer them truly and it's not just a safe space it's a neutral space if i'm good at something if i'm good at anything i think that it's i create an environment of no judgment because my life has been weird and so when somebody's like ah, i have a weird situation i'm like bring it because i will outweird you any day but i mean all jokes aside it's it's have we created an environment as a creative to our customer, as a creative to a creative, as a business to the rest of the industry, are we being responsible to create environments that allow people the safety and the comfort and the breath to say either this is something I'm struggling with or this is something I'm unsure about? Are we in a place where we can say to each other, like, hey, I'm, I know you didn't mean to hurt my feelings when you said this, but it hurt my feelings. Are we able to discuss this as adults or are we all so sensitive and politically correct that, you know, we pop up and, and start to cry? And that exists. I mean, I'm not going to say it doesn't. And I don't want to sound judgy about that, which sounds judgy about that. But the reality is we are all legal adults at 18 and older. We are all responsible for running businesses, for managing money, for putting things together, for executing experiences, for delivering the dream. And are we doing that with the people we work for? Are we doing it with the people that we work with? Are we mature enough to say the standard practices that existed 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you know, three years ago, pre-Harvey Weinstein, do, you know, when you look at those things in hindsight, do you feel differently about interactions that you've had with people in the community? I can be very abrasive. I can be very direct. And because I'm so focused on the task at hand, sometimes with my partners, I lose the kind of creative lovey-dovey, let me care about your feelings. Because in the middle of a setup, I can't care about your feelings. I, I can only care about getting it done. That's my truth. That's my reality. So if you bring me something like a bouquet and I don't like it and my response is, I hate it, I, I don't mean to hurt your feelings. But in that moment, 
I hate it. And I don't have time to take you aside and say like, oh my God, I'm really sorry. Maybe this could kind of, no, I hate it. We need to fix it. Let's get through it. That language is harsh. That language is hard. And I have a responsibility to know when I can say that to somebody and when I can't. I also have a responsibility to circle back at the end of the night and be like, hey, I was kind of an asshole. I'm really sorry. I'm going to do my best not to do it again. And I I think that there is a little bit of a responsibility on the creative side too to accept the apology, to know that it's not personal, and to agree that, you know what, we're all in this together and we have to move forward. So that, that week in Banff really made me think so much about responsibility. And so for me, I want to kind of just say, I take my responsibility to myself, to my business, and to my couples so seriously. It means so much to me that I am literally, I have a ticker tape of things to do, things I want to do, things I have to do, things I'd like to do, going through my head at all time. I check in on each one of my clients and my partners, almost like like they're my children, my distant cousins, my friends. I Every day I look at the list of upcoming events and I think to myself, okay, she's good. She doesn't need me any, you know, she doesn't need anything from me today, but this one's been kind of quiet. I need to touch base with her and God, I have a photographer that I haven't circled out to in a while. Maybe we should have lunch just to say hi. No project, no business, but I know he's got an event coming up and I really need to do the right thing and, and show up there. My responsibility weighs on me because I don't ever want to kind of, you know, be dismissive of what an utter privilege it is to work for some of you, to work with some of you, and to just have an opportunity to participate in the activities that I do. I wrote a blog about Engage and I said, you know, it's it's the rare air and when you're up in Banff and you're 3000 you know feet above sea level it's thin air and it really kind of shows you what you're made of i go to engage every single year and i say to myself when i leave i'm amazed at how far my business has come since i've started and I still feel like a beginner and a novice and I still have so far to go and I'm just constantly in, enriched by it. And so for, for me to have that, for me to be welcome into this community is a responsibility. And so I owe the organizers, I owe the partners, I owe my friends, I owe my husband and children who have kind of let me have a hall pass and given me the the space and the level of confidence in knowing that I can walk away from my house for five days and my kids are fed and clean and taken care of and you know nobody's on fire and nobody's choking and like the world kind of goes on. I don't have to worry in the back of my head about those things. So all of the people that make my life possible, I have a responsibility to them. I have a responsibility to my clients to go and to learn as much as I possibly can, to come back with a head cold, but really refreshed and renewed and inspired by the things that I can do, that can be done, that maybe haven't been done, that there's ideas floating around. And to the people who are kind of going and who are taking that responsibility, who are taking it seriously, my hat, my friends, is off to you. It It's not easy. It's easy to turn around and say, I wish. It's easy to double tap 
and Instagram. It's easy to say, you know, I want to, but it's not easy to do it. And the number of people that are out there talking about the shit that they want to do, talking about the things that they might do, talking about the things that they're someday going to do, and the number of people who are actually doing it, wow, is there, like, there's a huge difference because everybody is talking about what they want to do, but the number of people that are doing it is so small. And then from the people that are doing it, you carve out these really small kind of microcosm communities. When I started going to Engage, it was like 225, 250 people. There are now 350 of us, give or take, um, everything from the creatives to the speakers to the attendees. That's a really kind of small, niche, little, you know, huddle of professionals. Think about how many wedding planners exist in New York, the state, the city. Think about how many wedding professionals exist in LA, in San Francisco, in Mexico, in Canada, in Chicago. Think about the number of photographers that are out there. I mean, a quick glance at The Knot or any other vendor-driven website is going to bring you literally thousands upon thousands of names. And that's only from the people that advertise. Look at how many professionals are out there and the very, very small number of us that are committing on a very regular basis, our time, our money, and our resources to carving out and learning, to inspiration, to bettering each other so that we can better the industry because that trickles down to the people that weren't there. It trickles down to our colleagues, to our competition, to our friends, to our clients. That responsibility is enormous. And the fact that I am allowed to participate in that is huge. So I am back. I will be back on the podcast on a much more regular basis. If for some reason I slip and you are a listener, if you are a subscriber, please hold me to it. Text me, tweet me, DM me, shoot me something on my Instagram and be like, where the fuck are you? You need to talk to the people because I love this platform. I love the fact that I can shut my door and ramble and talk and that I can share with you all the stuff in my head. I love getting emails from you guys. I've gotten notes on LinkedIn and on Instagram. LinkedIn was shocking. Like that one I didn't see coming. But to have people say like, I love hearing your personality or this kind of inspires me to be more of myself and maybe be a little bit more honest and authentic about where I am in my business and in the world. That to me is why I keep coming back. And so if you see that I go a little sideways, if I'm a little bit crazy, if I'm spending too much time on one platform or not enough on another, just kind of, you know, tap me on the shoulder or hit me in the back of the head and make sure that I'm here because being here with you, talking to the people, talking to the void, having an opportunity to share my thoughts on the things that motivate me, that have enriched my life, that let me live my best life, which is obviously not being an Instagram model, but doing things that are, you know, just fun, making the world a prettier place, leaving benchmarks, turning moments into memories. These things are awesome. And I don't really know many other words outside of that, but thank you for letting me be here. I take the responsibility seriously. I will continue to do my part to raise the bar, elevate the community, and be here for all of my people and all of my listeners. So I take it seriously. I thank you for giving me a chance to be with you today. On our next segment, I'm going to have Javier Valentino. He's going to come on, talk to us a little bit about his experience as 
an event designer, talk about his new showroom, and just kind of share a little bit of his world with you. He's an incredible guy and is doing great things in the city of Las Vegas before he kind of, you know, moves out and takes over the world. So stay tuned for that if you have topics that you want to discuss, if you have a potential guest that you would like to see on, if you have a story or something to tell or something to say, I really want to welcome you here. This is a place for all of us and it's really a place that I created for you. So come play with me. I'm excited to talk to you soon. You can reach me at my email, Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A, at Epolito Events. That's E like Edward, two P's like Paul, O-L-I-T-O-E-V-E-N-T-S.com. Until then, you guys go out, have a really great night, have a beautiful 4th of July, and we will talk to you soon.